Hi everybody, welcome to my Friends with Wheels podcast. Today I talk with Allison Butler, a disability rights lawyer in Colorado, about her work in the disability rights community and how she helps folks with disabilities in a variety of ways. Anyway, I hope you tune into this episode of this podcast and enjoy. Okay, so tell me a little bit about yourself and how you got involved in the disability community. Sure. Um, So my name's Allison, and I became a lawyer sort of straight out of college, went to law school, um, and then immediately went to become a public defender. And I loved that work. And I really seemed to be drawn to the cases where disability was an aspect of the case. Um, People who had mental health conditions or intellectual developmental disabilities, I just seemed to be drawn to that. Um, So when I left Florida and that job and came to Colorado, um, I joined a law firm that does civil rights and specifically employment rights for plaintiffs. And again, I just found myself really drawn to the disability cases. And I think it was because I worked on all types of discrimination and disability seems to be an avenue that people allow discrimination and are not nearly as outraged by it. So I sort of consider it like the underdog of um, discrimination classes. You know, if you went to a restaurant and there was a sign outside that said only white people allowed, we would all you know, be up in arms and call the press and file a lawsuit. And if you go to a restaurant and there's stairs in the front and somebody says, how do I get in? And what do I do? I use a wheelchair. And they're like, oh, are you serious? And somehow then it becomes that person's fault. So it was very strange to me, the way that it's treated by society and often by the laws. I mean, the disability laws have lagged behind all the other civil rights laws. So then after, um, I decided to leave there to get into the nonprofit world. I decided to focus exclusively on disability. And that was back in 2007. And I've been doing that ever since. Mm -hmm. That's cool. So like, what sorts of things do you work on as a disability, disability justice lawyer? You know, like, what are some of the key things that you like focus on? Sure. So in my disability justice lawyer career, I've done lots of different things. Um, As I said, I first focused on employment discrimination. So people with disabilities um, not getting hired, not getting promoted and not getting accommodated in their jobs. I've also done a fair amount of housing work. So um, housing providers that won't accommodate tenants in particular, it happens a lot with people who are trying to rent and service animals, emotional support animals is a big area there. Um, public accommodations, just sort of like I mentioned with restaurants and not having accessibility. Um, Then I spent some time specifically just looking at how disabilities are treated in the child welfare system, primarily for the parents, but also for the kiddos. And I was really shocked about that and the the vast over-representation of parents with disabilities in the child welfare system um, in Colorado it's at least half of the parents in the child welfare system have disabilities. And I think we should all be really worried about that. And now I'm working with the city and county of Denver. So I work to make sure that the city's programs and facilities are accessible. And I work 
with the community to find out what they need from the city to not only be accessible, but to feel fully included. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Any particular stakeholders that you partner with in the disability justice realm? Yes, all of them. <laughs> no, really, I, I think it's really important. I think so many things are built off of relationships. And the Americans with Disabilities Act is almost 33 years old. So in many ways, there's no excuse that there are ever violations, that there are barriers, that people don't understand it. Um, but the reality is that all of those things are said to me on a weekly basis um, in all the different jobs that I do. Um, so, or that I've done. Um, what I think is really important is to build relationships. So rather than saying, oh my gosh, how did you not know this? I'm going to file a lawsuit tomorrow saying, hey, this is what you need to do. And, you know, it's super important <laughs> that you do this. Um, not only are you behind, but every day that you're not doing it, more people are losing access. So I think building relationships is really important. Um, so I've always built relationships, like even though in my prior job, I would file lawsuits against the state. I um, built relationships with my state partners. I filed in my previous position, a, a lawsuit against the city and county of Denver, because they didn't have accessibility available at Red Rocks in the way that they should. When I filed that lawsuit, I found out about the Division of Disability Rights at the city and county of Denver, where I now work. So I built those relationships and then I work with all the partners. Um, you know, I, I worked at and still work with Disability Law Colorado, the ARC of Colorado and all the different chapters, um, JFK partners and all the people that they uh, represent and work with, Colorado Cross Disability Coalition, uh, Creek, um, private attorneys who work in the disability justice arena. Um, then again, as well as people who run our services for people with intellectual development and disabilities, Mental Health Colorado. Um, so like service providers, um, service agencies, individual attorneys and advocates and nonprofit organizations. I really, I think the more people that you know, the better chance that you can bring the right people to the table to solve a problem and um, and get it solved because you've you've built those relationships and understanding and they know that you're serious and you know what you're talking about. So yes to all of them, as many as I can. Mm -hmm. Yeah. If you could just speak about sort of the impact that disability justice has on the, on the disability community, um, like what, what sort of impact does that have, you know, disability justice on the disability community? So as I mentioned, sort of disabilities are always the the last thing to happen, right? So people with disabilities absolutely marched and rolled alongside Dr. Uh, Martin Luther King Jr. in the 60s. Um, but when the Civil Rights Act of 1964 was passed, it didn't include um, protections for people with disabilities. And in my state in Colorado, we were pretty early and we had a Colorado Anti-Discrimination Act in the 50s. It didn't include protections for people with disabilities until the 70s. Um, and those, the way that people with disabilities started to get included is through advocacy, right? Through um, protests, through lawsuits, and through advocacy. So talking to people, trying to get laws changed, filing lawsuits as needed, um, pushing forward the agenda of 
you know, this is great that we're recognizing discrimination and protecting people's rights um, based on their skin color, based on their religion, their background, their gender, but we also need to include people with disabilities. So um, it's a field that there's not a ton of people that work in. There's not a ton of disability justice lawyers. Um, and I, and it's not always considered the sexiest either. When people talk about discrimination, the first thing people think about is racial discrimination. Um, and that is a super important, vital um, thing in our society. And we need attorneys to represent folks who are discriminated on that basis. But we also need it with disabilities. And then the thing about disabilities is it crosses all those boundaries. So we have men and women um, and non-binary people who have disabilities. We have people who have white skin, black skin, brown skin, who have disabilities, people who are old, young, have disabilities. So, and it's a it's a protected class that you can join at any time. So it's it needs representation. It doesn't have as much representation as I wish it did. And a lot of times that's because some of the laws don't allow um, as much in damages or as easy attorney's fees as some of the other discrimination suits do. So it's really important for people to take up this cause and become advocates and become lawyers in the disability justice movement so that we can continue to promote those rights and push those rights further than they are. Mm -hmm. Lastly, how can like advocating for people with disabilities, you know, really make a difference in people's lives? You know, how can it create sort of this catalyst for change? So I think advocacy and education is just huge. And when I, I teach classes and we spend a good amount of time talking about what is a disability um, because it's sometimes in the eye of the beholder. It's sometimes in the eye of the law, different laws treat it differently. But every single time I do it, people in the class realize, oh my gosh, I didn't even realize I had a disability. I had cancer when I was young but it, I've been in remission for 20 years, or um, my sister has diabetes, but she controls it with insulin. I didn't realize she had a disability. So people don't realize how widespread it is. And when you hear this statistic of one in four adults, people just always tend to think it's other people. But I think when we talk more about it, and we make those analyses, it, it always makes people uncomfortable when I give that analysis of, you know, no only white people allowed um, versus having stairs and people say, oh, well, that's different. I'm like, well, not really, because we're saying a whole group of people isn't allowed in here. And that's what happens when we make things inaccessible, you know, either physically or programmatically. And I, I just think the more that we talk about it and the more that we raise that awareness, it starts to sink in with people and people start to see why it's important. And then I think as our society is aging um, and your own parents start to have disabilities and people you know start to have disabilities, it just starts to sink in more. So I think I think awareness of the problems that exist um, is a huge catalyst and and how it matters. And it, one of my coworkers likes to say when somebody says, oh, well, we don't have, you know, we don't really have any people with disabilities come to our business or come to this place. Like, well, is that because it's inaccessible? <laughs> Maybe, right? Mm -hmm. So when you're arguing and saying you don't need to make it accessible because nobody comes, well, they're not coming because it's not accessible. And so mm -hmm. just helping people sort of flip the script and see it the other way. And, and I think there's room for 
flat out lawsuits because people are fed up or something very terrible happened. And then there's room for positives. And we're you know, starting a campaign about good access is good business. So guess what? When anybody can come in your front door, more people are going to come in your front door and you're going to actually make more money. So there is a very positive business reason to also make sure that you are, you know, accessible and inclusive. Um, so I don't know, a very long-winded way of answering, but I think the change comes from advocacy in all forms, education, litigation, legislation and education. Oh, and I'm sorry, I circled back around because that one's really important. <laughs> mm -hmm. Yeah, those are some important points. All right, everybody, that does it for today's episode of my Friends with Wheels podcast. Today, I talked with Allison Butler a disability rights lawyer, about the work she, that she does in the disability community and how she helps folks out with getting the rights that they need um, in certain situations. I really learned a lot from her, and I hope you did too. Anyway, I hope you tune in for more episodes of this podcast. Until then, have a wonderful day. Bye-bye, everyone.